Oh, wow, guys. Oh, wow. That was, uh, that was some heavy shit right there. That was uh, Dinosaur Jr. almost ready. And guess what, guys? We're almost ready. We're almost ready to hit the road. Man, it's getting, it's getting so close, really. It's been a little over a week since I've done a show. I've been trying to put things together, trying to do things, trying to get things ready. Oh, fuck. You talk about stress. And it shouldn't be stressful at all. This should not be a stressful time whatsoever. I should be... I don't know what camera I got. This, this camera or that camera? I think it's this camera. Yeah. So, it shouldn't be a stressful time at all, really. I mean, the whole point of this whole thing was to get rid of stress. You know, get rid of all the material things in my life that are causing me stress. All the bills that are causing me stress. All the... The monthly things that are causing me stress, all the jobs that are causing me stress, you know, and don't get me wrong. Some people love their jobs and they love what they're doing. They love, um, you know, getting out there every day in the daily grind and, and doing the things. And I really don't, to be honest. I mean, 
did I have a good time uh, 21 plus years in the military, in the Air Force? Sure. Had a great, great time. Loved uh, working with the people. Loved working with the public, with the patients. I loved making a difference. I loved, um, you know, the, the, the patients that came in and said, man, you fixed me. I feel great. 100% better. Thank you so much. Um, the coworkers that I had that, you know, thanks for the great leadership. Thanks for, for the, for, for being a great coworker, for, uh, guiding me in the right directions, uh, to the hospitals for saying, Hey, thanks for being a great leader and, and, and providing great services for the patients and maintaining and managing, uh, a great department, great departments, whatever. All that stuff feels great. You know, it's nice to get a little pat on the back. It's nice to get a pat on the head. It's nice to get a thanks. It's nice to get appreciation. It's nice to just yourself know that you are making people happy, whatever the case may be. As a bartender, you know, listening to people's problems, listening to, um, you know, people that come in and say, hey, I had a, you know, a realtor comes in and said, man, I sold three houses today. I just closed on, I just uh, got three new contracts or the uh, car salesman that comes in and says they sold a couple cars or the guy that says hey it's my friday it's it's the best time to have a beer and i'm going to come have it with you and share their stories for the week whatever the person that comes in crying and says my boyfriend broke up with me or my girlfriend broke up with me i lost my house or my dog died or whatever and you get that chance to kind of be um you know that person that is is there for them and able to lend an ear and those type things so don't get me wrong Working, uh, you know, especially in these times, if you're a first responder, if you're a nurse, if you're in the healthcare industry, um, if you are a, a mortgage company or somebody that can, a, a renter that can give somebody a break on their mortgage or their, or their rent or what have you, those things are all fantastic as well. What camera are you on now? I don't even know. I got, I got a few different camera angles. I just kind of threw things together. But working is nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, if you're working, you're, you're stupid and that you're wasting your time. There is a time and place for that. But you know what? There's a time and place for saying, I'm done. I'm going to go explore the world. I'm going to go be with family and friends and visit people I haven't seen in a while, places I haven't gone in a while, and just get out and enjoy life. And I've mentioned it before, it's times like these. Uh, the pandemic, uh, the, the riots, the protests, the uh, uh, the the torn between two different uh, presidential presidential candidates in, a, in, a, in an election year. There's times where, you know, you sometimes just say, you know what, I just got to get away. I just got to get out and live my life and do what I want to do and not report to anybody else, not report to the man, to the woman not punch a, a time clock, not be worried about traffic, not be worried about being late or on time or not showing up at all, not worrying about uh, insurance and uh, any of these things. And that's, you know, that's what the song was about by Dinosaur Jr. That's, that's what the song was up front, Almost Ready. I am almost ready. I've been telling you guys for months that I'm getting out of here. Maybe more than, I mean, months could mean Two, it could mean 10 months, I guess. So for months, I've been telling you guys that it's time to get on the road, to get out of here. And I've had a bunch of hiccups, but you know, that's just life, right? 
things don't always go smoothly. I like to think that they do. I like to hope that they do. I like to, to try and make them go smoothly, but they don't always go smoothly. And most of this process has gone, you know, I can't complain. There's been people out there that have had a lot of, a, a lot worse moves than, than what I've got going on. But, you know, I had a little bit of delay in the, the closing of the house. I've had some delays in uh, acquiring some things for the, the travel trailer that I'm in. Um, I just had to cancel one thing that I've been waiting on. I finally said, fuck it. I'm just, I'm not going to wait any longer. I got to, I got to move. I got to get on the road. That, um, one thing was, is everything on? Yeah. Just making sure everything was on. For some reason, I looked at my, uh, I looked at my vocal air, uh, transmitter here and it looked like it was not on, but it was just the, the way it was sitting. I just could not see the, the, uh, display. So it is on. Everything is working, I believe. Like I said, I, I literally came in here and like five minutes, I grabbed everything. I threw everything together. I put tripods up. I plugged in lights. I plugged the trailer in. I turned off the, uh, the, the AC tonight to try and not get all that noise in there. Um, I haven't even checked. Okay, so I got my audio monitoring off, so hopefully I'm not getting an echo in here today. Whew! It was like, it was a whirlwind to try and uh, make sure that I get everything together. But I wanted to do a quick show. I was sitting around at Dog and Duck, just having something to, uh, light something to eat and a, a couple drinks and just sit there and catch up on some news. Went out today. I've been out pretty much most of the day. My father and I went up to my uncle William's house up in Andrew, South Carolina. So it's really, besides the time that I drew, I drove the travel trailer home from Camping World, this is really the first time that I have been out in the camper. Um, as, if you notice real quick, before I zoom in on this, I've actually got the uh, the logo up today, guys. I put the uh, Craft Cameras Conversations logo up. I put a few other pictures up. Um, I only kept one, two, three, four pictures out of the entire house and I have uh, put them all up in the in the travel trailer here only the things that were you know if I'm going minimal I only put the things up that are memorable to me that provide value to my life and uh, happiness so excuse me uh, the one behind me of course is the logo for this podcast and it also provides me joy um, I have the uh, Bruce Lee retirement picture. Let's see if I can get it over here real quick. Uh, nope, that's the wrong camera. Hold on. I have the Bruce Lee retirement poster here that my great folks at Nellis Air Force gave me to when I gave to me when I retired. Everybody signed it. They they knew I loved Bruce Lee and. Uh, you know, a lot of people get folded flags and shadow boxes and all this kind of stuff if their time in the military. These guys knew me that all that stuff was important and significant and nice, but it was, you know, traditional, but this was a less traditional gift for them to give me. Um, I don't know if you can see it over here in the corner. This is a picture of my kids that I had in the other, in the Craft Conversation studio. And then I've also got a picture that you cannot see on a fourth wall that is a flying Bruce Lee that uh, one of my ex-girlfriends, uh, Fawn, 
made for me painted for me actually you know hand painted it and it's a very extremely valuable uh, gift that was given to me by Miss Fawn great chef by the way up there at Coastal Coffee Roasters if you haven't been up there and had anything to eat from the kitchen I would highly recommend it what was I saying so yeah my dad and I went to uh, my Uncle Will's house up in Andrews, South Carolina, to see what kind of progress he's got going on. He bought kind of a debilitated house up there. He's uh, real handy with electronics, woodworking, HVAC, building cars. Uh, he's an artist himself. Anything, really. This guy can do it. And he uh, took on this house, extremely debilitated, foreclosed on, and bought it and decided, hey, I'm going to take this thing and and redo it. So that's what he's doing right now. So we went up and took a look to see what kind of progress he's making on it. He's doing some great things up there right now within the kitchen area. It used to be the washroom area with the washer and dryer and the water heater and all that stuff. He is converting that into the kitchen and uh, kind of redoing some of the walls right now, some of the wiring, uh, move the water heater out to the back porch. He's putting uh, the gas stove in where the water heater was, a brand new sink. I mean, everything is pretty much being gutted and rebuilt to his liking. So went up there and spent some time with him. He is also a traveler. Uh, he has a camper. He lived on a, a sailboat for quite some time out in the San Diego Harbor. And uh, here in Charleston, I've mentioned it before, over in West Ashley at a couple uh, little marinas out there. So I figured he'd like to see the trailer, so we drove. My dad was going to go up there by himself, and I said, let's let's take the trailer, man. Let's go up there and, and show him the trailer, give him a walk around, and uh, see if we can get some tips and tricks from this guy that's been on the road for many, 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 many years. So that's what we did. Uh, fantastic maiden voyage. Like I said, I drove the trailer back from Camping War when I bought it, it's been parked right here in the in this very driveway at my parents' house ever since then. I've been in and out doing some stuff, stayed in it, watched some TV in it, uh, laid around, lounged. I haven't really actually slept overnight in it yet. Uh, I was going to do that last night, but I did not. But uh, the maiden voyage, we took a lot of the back roads, you know, down 17A uh, through Monk's Corner on over to Andrews and did great. I thought the truck pulled it very well. Um, I could see maybe down the road I might, as a nicety, have, you know, like to have a little bit bigger, bigger truck, but I think it's going to do fine for what it is at the moment. Um, this camera, this camera, yeah, this camera, I'm not, damn, I was looking at this camera the whole time on the last shot and I should have been looking at the other one. Fuck. I'm all confused already. Um, I'm not real happy with the angle on this one. It's a little too high, but it's on the countertop here in, in the uh, in the galley area, the kitchen. Um, I should have actually put it on the floor behind the countertop and just raised the tripod up to get a better shot because now I'm a little too high, so I can't really zoom in too well. But so yeah, that did very well. Um, I could tell, you know, definitely they're going up some hills. Going into the mountains of uh, Flagstaff when I go, get over to Arizona, and the mountains of uh, Colorado, all these different places that have hills. Matter of fact, maybe leaving, I might go through some uh, through the Smoky Mountains because I think I may have changed my direction. Uh, I could see that 
it'd be nice to have a little bit more truck. But right now, the truck I got, I just literally paid it off. It's paid off, title in hand. The trailer is paid off, title in hand. So I really don't want to acquire something else that's maybe going to give me a, a monthly payment or a bill. So I'll keep it. I'll see what happens with it. See how I like it. And, you know, who knows with this travel, uh, the trailer even. I might not even keep the trailer. I might get get out there on the road and say, man, this is way too big. I don't need this much space. I might say, man, I'd like to have it a little bit longer and have a little bit more room to, to invite some, some company in, uh, kids, family, whatever. Who knows? I'm going to say it's going to be about a four to six month trial to decide if this is actually the size that I want and if it's the actual truck that I want to pull it. Um, and maybe if it's even the lifestyle I want just to begin with, you know. I've got a little little koozie I might uh, use today. I put it in the shot. I don't even think I put it in the beginning shot. I was going to try and start off with that shot. I don't even remember if I did. But we're going to put the beer in there because I forgot to grab, out of everything that I grabbed and put together and threw together for this show, I forgot to go inside and grab a, a, a beer glass or a pint glass. So we're going to drink the beer that we're getting ready to drink out of the can. And we might put it in the koozie so it doesn't sweat on my table here. So with that said, let's go to uh, Untapped here, guys. I got it pulled up already. We're drinking a beer from the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. We'll kind of zoom this in a little bit so I can read it. Uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing is out of Chico, California to begin with. I'm not sure. I haven't looked. I'm not sure if they are under fire. Wait a minute. I'm not sure if they are under fire at the moment. Um, I know a good majority of, of California, a lot of acreage right now is up in flames. They're hoping for some cooler weather and maybe some moisture coming through here this week, but yeah, I remember a couple years ago, was it last year or the year before, that uh, they actually did a beer for Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Sierra Nevada trying to raise funds uh, to help fight the fires and help uh, support the displaced families and things like that from Chico. They put out a beer recipe and all these other, they, they send it out, everybody wanted to participate, and they sent out to all these other breweries to brew that beer for them. Um, God damn it, what was the name of that fucking beer? Uh, we can look it up real quick. That's what we can do, guys. How about we do that? So the Chico California beer for the fires. I don't know. I don't even think that's not a really good way to search for it. But Alright, so here we go. So this was in 2018, I guess. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company in Chico, California has created a special India Pale Ale and shared the recipe with brewers across the country. The beer is called Resilience. That's what it was. I knew it started with an R. It's a Resilience Butte County Proud IPA. Proceeds from the sales of the ale will benefit the Campfire Relief Fund. So yeah, it was two years ago they did that. I'm not sure if they're having any problems this year with the fires, but that was a pretty good deal that they had. They raised millions of bucks, and um, it was a huge success. Here in Chico, California, they also have a location up in Mills River, up in uh, near Asheville in North Carolina. 
In 1980, King Grossman built a small brewery in the city of Chico, California. To this day, premium ingredients and time-honored brewing techniques make Sierra Nevada ales and lagers truly exceptional beers. And what are we drinking tonight, guys? Well, we're drinking the Dankful IPA. It's a 7.4% ABV alcohol by volume IPA. It has 55 IBUs or international bittering units. These lights are way too much for me, guys. I'm, I'm going to have to figure something else to do with these lights as well. I've got way too much light in my eyes right now. Um, this beer has had 1,840 ratings so far. You guys seen this on the thing? I guess you are. It's got an average rating of 3.93. We celebrate IPA Day every year, but this is no ordinary year. Today, we're proud to announce Dankful IPA. A hop forward West Coast IPA that supports nonprofits working on our, in our communities. The beer has a re resinous kick with notes of pine and tropical fruit. Though our Dankful programs, through our Dankful program, uh, we've committed at least $1 million in donations this year and are kicking things off with a $250,000 donation to at WC Kitchen, World Kitchen, uh, World's Central Kitchen has served more than 25 million meals to families facing food insecurity during the COVID crisis through its Chefs for America program, while also providing jobs for restaurant workers. We're thankful for that. Malts, they're a two-row two pale. Man, I can't talk tonight at all. Uh, I can't see very well either, really, because these lights are so fucking bright. Caramelized malts and rye. Uh, the hops in it are Columbus, Chinook, Mosaic, Equinot, Nelson Savan, Zappa, and Idaho 7. So that's what we're going to drink tonight, guys. I'm, uh, I'm a little toasty, a little sweaty in here. I should have opened these windows. I only opened one. I forgot to open the rest of them. Let's, uh, let's go here. So this is what we're drinking. Sierra Nevada, Dankful IPA, Generously... Happy. All right. I can't share a pour with you guys because I didn't get a glass. Really. Oh man, I can smell the hops in that already. Very, very nice hop aroma. Mmm, that smells so good. Let's taste it. Cheers, guys. Girls. Everyone else. I like that. That's very nice, actually. Very, very, very nice. Is this the camera? Yeah, that's it. So I really don't have much else to say. I was going to do just a short show. We're already 23 minutes in. Um, basically, what's going on right now, guys, and I wasn't going to talk about uh, the RV tonight, but how can you not talk about it? I mean, we're living in it. We're sitting in it. I have my screen door, finally, it arrived today at about 3 o'clock. We were up in Andrews, and I got a phone call. I said, hey, Mr. Dales, your uh, your screen door has arrived. And I said, okay, cool, thank you. I appreciate appreciate the update. Let me know. And they said, hey, uh, do you want to get it set up a time to get it installed? And I said, well, I've already talked to somebody in your department on Saturday when they told me that it was supposed to be in today, and I've already set up an appointment for Tuesday at 2 p.m., 
Eastern Standard Time. So I appreciate it. I've already got an appointment set up. Yes, I'll be there. So tomorrow's the day, guys. I'm finally going to get the screen door installed. I'm also getting a backup camera and side cameras installed. I'm going to pick up a, a generator, most likely. And there's a couple other odds and ends that I need to grab to uh, be 100% road uh, ready. And we're going to do that tomorrow. It's going to happen. 2 o'clock. I've got an appointment. Now, the thing is, well, the other thing is, I you know, as I told you last episode, I think, I've been waiting on a roof rack for my truck to come in to um, allow me to um, strap my kayak down to the top of my truck. I tried strapping it down to the bed of the truck earlier this week or over the weekend. It is too long, so it will stick out and actually hit the trailer. You know, the, the, the tongue on the trailer is not quite long enough, so it's, the, the kayak is going to hit the, the trailer. I really didn't want to strap it to the top of the truck and scratch the paint without having the roof rack on it, which was the purpose of the rack. The rack has been delayed twice. They, it has been um, a week and two days. It's been in Columbia, South Carolina, according to FedEx. It's been there uh, since the 26th of September, is what my tracking shows. Wednesday of this past week, 30th of September, um, FedEx site said it's going to be delivered by end of day, by 8 p.m. that day. Did not show up. Then uh, the next day it did not have any updates on when it was going to be delivered. Eventually it finally came up and said it's going to be delivered on Saturday, which was, let's see, Wednesday, so Thursday, 1st, 2nd, so the 3rd, yeah, because today's the 5th, right? Yeah, so the 3rd of October it said it was going to be delivered by end of day, by 8 p.m. did not show up, and when I rechecked the uh, status of the delivery, it said, uh, no delivery updates at this time. <laughs> so you know what? I finally ended up uh, emailing the seller because for some reason this particular thing does not have a return option on it. It's a little different than everything else I've ordered from Amazon. It just had a button to say contact seller. So I contacted the seller and said, look, um, I've been waiting on this thing. It's twice now said it was going to be delivered. It has not been delivered. And uh, I just want to cancel it. I, you know, I don't want it anymore. So I'm going to cancel that, and uh, I'm going to sell the kayak. So I've, I've mentioned that I'm selling the kayak. I've had two, three, four, five people already hit me up asking about it. So hopefully I'll have that sold before I get out of here. So with all that said, kayak's not coming with me. The roof rack's not going on. I'm not installing that. We're going to get the door and a few other essential, what I consider essential items tomorrow from Camping World. Quite possibly, and I'm not guaranteeing this, but quite possibly I'll get on the road Wednesday at the earliest. More, um, a little more realistic. Oh, I've got a nice little silhouette, silhouette thing going on over here in the corner. Right? It's nice. Kind of like that. It's kind of alien-like. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of cool. It's got a little separation between the body and the head. It's like my head's floating over my body. I can dig it. I like that. More realistically, it's looking like maybe Thursday I'll get on the road. I know my parents are going to hate it. I think they're enjoying having me here. Although my dad and I bicker a little bit. Uh, we're both kind of hard-headed and um, <laughs> have our own thoughts on things. So, um, But it's been great, uh, nonetheless, staying here with both the parents. Um, 
I've got three dogs. I got my dog. They have their two dogs. We've been having a good time. Uh, some good home cooked meals, all those things. But I'm ready to get on the road. That's that's the whole purpose of this thing. That's what I've been waiting on. That's what I've been wanting to do. They know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. I'm getting out of here. And with that said, you know, what I anticipate and what I can already see happening a little bit because I've had some people say, hey, you know, when are you going to see me? When are you going to come? When are you going to come have a drink or hang out before you leave? And I'm like, dude, I've been saying I'm, I'm getting out of here for two months at least, maybe three. Why have you not hit me up before you know, crunch time where, you know, I've got a day, two days left. Now all of a sudden you're going to hit me up and, and say that you want to hang out and I'm the asshole because I'm leaving and I haven't uh, hung out with you yet. Well, I'm the one leaving. Everybody needs to, you know, try and get up with my schedule. I can't rearrange my schedule to, to hang out with five, 10, 15 different people. Um, Jesus, you know, if people really cared, they should have made like a party or something and have everybody meet in one place. But, <laughs> But I'm not that important, so it doesn't really matter. But I can see it already that as soon as I leave and I'm on the road and I make a post about me being in uh, St. Louis, that somebody's going to say, you left already? How come you didn't say anything? I'm like, dude, where the fuck you been? I've been saying shit for fucking four or five goddamn months. Pay attention. It wasn't that important to you. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's a big deal. Well, too bad, so sad is what they say, right? Oh, I got Mr. Slayton Johnson and his lovely wife, Lily, hanging out, circling around the Midwest, um, or the West in general, <laughs> waiting on me to hit the road, which should have been a week ago, at, at least, should have been maybe a couple weeks ago. But So I got uh, them out there circling the wagons, waiting for me to get out there so we can camp and hang out a little bit. They have been you know, already through Arkansas, they've been through... Uh, Colorado, through Wyoming, uh, South Dakota, numerous places already, bunch of camping sites, done a lot of things, seen a lot of things, experienced a lot of stuff. Um, you know, their first time out in, in, in a travel trailer as well, so they figured out some stuff along the way. I've been trying to figure out stuff through YouTube and not actual, you know, experience. They're getting the actual experience out there on the road. I think we're both probably getting the same, the same ideas. Um, in the same input, whatever. Uh, we definitely have two different types of travel trailers, uh, different things going on and different needs. Um, I've got different needs as a solo guy with a dog. They got different needs as a couple. Um, I'm old, they're young, you know, all these different variables. So, but I think they're going to take a little bit more of a northern route and kind of come across and come back down into Cosby, Tennessee, where they are from. I was going to say Crosby or Cosby, but we know it's Cosby at this point. That's a silly, silly play at this point. <laughs> but it's funny, though, still. I think it's funny. They were talking about coming back through St. Louis and a couple of other places. So if I can get on the road soon enough, um, you know, a Wednesday, mid-Wednesday, maybe a maybe an early Thursday, uh, I would like to try and meet up with them somewhere close to there. I've got a, a real good friend of mine, probably one of my best friends, that uh, is back in Illinois, uh, near Scott Air Force Base. We were stationed there together and uh, other places as well. So I'm thinking about taking a more northern route. Matter of fact, uh, this is why. So we got a storm coming through. 
possibly into the Gulf of Mexico again. So if you can look at my cursor, so the, the storm is maybe coming in right down here. So that kind of affects Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, Alabama. My original route, if you can follow my cursor here, was to come from Somerville, Charleston area. I was going to come down through Georgia, come across uh, lower Alabama, through Mississippi, through Louisiana, all the way through Texas, New Mexico, and then up into Arizona and around this area to Flagstaff, where my, my son and daughter-in-law are. So now that the storm's coming through, it's kind of, kind of affect this Alabama, Mississippi area right here, Louisiana, some of Georgia, you know, it's going to turn and kind of turn up and come through North and South Carolina and all these uh, lower states here in the Gulf. So what I would like to do now is maybe go from Somerville here up through North Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry. I went way too far up through the, the edge, Western band of North Carolina here, come through Tennessee, up through Kentucky, Indiana, and then across Illinois to my buddy's place in Belleville, Illinois, and then hopefully meet up with, uh, you know, Slayton somewhere along that route, whether it be Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, or what I'd like to see is maybe right here, St. Louis, St. Charles area of Missouri, and meet up at um, a casino there and uh, hang out and do some gambling with those guys. And then, of course, you know, camp, have a good time, catch up, whatever. Um, so we'll see. Maybe they're too far back and they're close to already being home. I'll hang out in Tennessee around their hometown over there in the Smoky Mountains. So who knows? Who really knows? But the bottom line is I'm thankful that I'm about to get on the road. It's almost time, according to almost ready, according to Dinosaur Jr. And we're going to make this thing happen sooner rather than later it's about to finally be on and i feel confident about it i feel good about it i feel good about the amount of truck that i have for the trailer uh, i feel good about the space that i have in here uh, leia likes it i think it's going to be comfortable i think i have all the tools that i need to be successful and have a good time wherever i go actually one more thing i'll show you here on the big screen since we're doing uh, screens nowadays I actually am hooked up with this thing called Harvest Host. Uh, we don't need to go there. But basically it's this right here. RV camping at uh, 1,359 plus wineries, breweries, farms, and more. A membership network that invites self-contained RVers to stay overnight for free. So basically pay 79 bucks for the entire year. The entire year, guys. We're not talking, you know, 79 bucks a month. 79 bucks for the entire year, and you've got access to over 1,300 uh, of these fantastic places, scenic places to stay overnight for free. All they ask is that you have a self-contained RV, which means you've got, you know, your own power, kitchen, bathroom. You can supply and don't need anything at the site. They allow you to stay for 24 hours overnight. You get access to everything that they have to offer at their um, at their facility. So if you're at a brewery, you get access to the brewery, um, concerts, bonfires, 
food, trucks, whatever they got going on out there, you have access to that. And you get to stay for free and enjoy all that. You could stay at a farm. You could stay at a, you know, an apple orchard. You could stay at a, a lavender farm. You could stay at an alpaca farm. I've seen a gator uh, thing down in Louisiana or Mississippi that you could stay at. Um, I originally had it set up to where I went across the lower United States, as I was showing you, through Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Texas, Louisiana, all these places. I had breweries with this harvest host set up along the way that I was going to stop out at and take advantage of that on the way over. Now I'm going to have to, to relook uh, probably tomorrow sometime and see if I have options through Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, all those things across. And then I'll drop down through Arkansas uh, eventually and get over into Texas and kind of bypass that storm that's coming up through the Gulf Coast. So anyway, Harvest Host, check those guys out if you're an RVer and you're out there. Some fantastic places to stay. I got a deal on it. They had a September deal uh, for September where you got 15% off of the membership. So I paid $67 and some odd cents for the entire year. It's $5 a month to have access to all these fucking places across the entire lower 48. And they have places in Hawaii and uh, Alaska, which I won't be driving to Hawaii unless I take a ferry over there or something. But um, hopefully this spring I will be taking the Alaskan Highway over to Alaska through Canada. So, All right, peeps, that is it. Oh, fuck, my damn pen just fell apart. My pen that I used to, for my screen here just fell apart. That's it, guys. I will talk to you soon. You guys be good to each other. Stay safe. Wear a mask. I love you. Goodbye.